everyone, and welcome to the Gaming with Gustiage podcast. I'm your host, Gustavo, and I know we've been on a break for a minute. I wanted to unwind, recharge, and take a new direction with this. This time, we're using video, uploading this on YouTube, and I got my boy Steven in here looking fly as hell with all this lighting in his new apartment. Steven, how are you doing today? Bro, bro, my new apartment is coming in nicely. It's messy in here. Uh, y'all don't see, like, the whole, like giant mess like i put all the dirty clothes from the boxes and put it on the couch in the room so i'm like whatever they can't see it hopefully let me check all right so y'all see that broken ass lamp in the back so that's that's for aesthetics yeah like next time we have you on you're gonna have your apartment set up you're gonna have your pc set up i'm gonna be excited to talk to you then i'm so ready bro i'm so ready i still need a monitor but we almost there until then though both of us got the chance to watch Mortal Kombat, the new movie, of course, cult classic from the original game series that's been going on, I think, longer than I've been alive at this point. And you took, you had the audacity to live tweet this a week and a half after <laughs> the movie came out. So I got to see your instant reactions. I just want to know, what was your mindset going into this? And also, were you pleased when it was all over? Uh, in short, I'm ready for the second one to come out. Nice. Uh, in long, I'm really ready for the second one to come out. Like, I promise you, the fight scenes were were better than what I thought they were going to be because a lot of people shit on the original from the '90s. Because, but the original from the '90s gave you like corny lines, like "You <laughs> will die." Like those, those lines made it like, yeah, the fight scenes were kind of whack when Luke Kang turns into the dragon. Um, but the fight scenes in the HBO one, uh, in the, two, the, the one that came out this year, were like, were pretty fucking good. The choreography was pretty fucking good. Um, the fatalities were excellent. Like Kung Lao's fatality. Oh, that, dude. Oh my God. Oh my God. Like, it was like my girlfriend was sitting next to me and I'm like, baby, he doing it. And like, I was, pushing, I was like pushing. I'm like, look, look. And she's like looking and she's like about to throw up because it's so gruesome, but it was so fire, bro. Like I, I love the fight scenes in there. Um, yeah. I know we're going to get to storytelling and all that, but the fight scenes in there were excellent, bro. Yeah. We'll stay on the, the fight scenes. Cause also, this is really late, but spoiler alert, I'm not going to dance around this movie. It's been out for a few weeks. If you haven't seen it, that's on you. But anyway, <laughs> like that scene with Kung Lao, as soon as he threw his hat on the ground and it started spinning, I forgot for a while because they had all these montages of training. I forgot I was watching a Mortal Kombat movie. And then when he sawed the chicken half, Alicia was like, what the fuck just happened? Because <laughs> she's never played Mortal Kombat. So she wasn't ready for that like brutality, the crazy finish. But Liu Kang, his fight scenes? Not it. That's like, that's my boy. And you're going to just do him like that? Raiden, did he even fight anybody? Like, what's going on there? First off, I want this to be stated. Raiden, get in the fucking mix. <laughs> get in the fucking mix. If everybody out here getting their ass, like, destroyed, pause, then why are you not stepping in? I'm a god and I got to oversee. I, come on, bro. They're already breaking the rules. Like, why do you follow the rules if they're already breaking the rules? 
that's what I didn't get. Ray didn't get in the mix. Number two, Luke Kang uh, made the 90s Luke Kang movie, dude, look way cooler because this dude is just, he fucking whack. He let his cousin, <laughs> he let his cousin get worked. Like, Kung, <laughs> Kung Lao was getting it, was working people. Goose. I like I like how he heard the scream and he's like, wait a minute. I know that voice. And at that point, <laughs> he like runs half a mile down the, the fucking road just to see his, his cousin getting his soul sucked out of him. <laughs> I'm like, oh dang, okay. <laughs> but like, and you know, he does that same Power Ranger ass shit. Like he does the stance and like just stares at him, like fucking go hit him or something, <laughs> dog. I could not stand Luke Kang in this. Like Luke Kang did like the cool ass fireball, like it's like a quick one for Kano. And that was tight. I was like, oh shit, like maybe he he's legit. Only to let his cousin get fucking destroyed. <laughs> his cousin was the coolest part in this whole movie. And they let him he they let him die, bro. Like I know maybe they'll bring him back. I don't know. But like, oh my God, Luke Kang was so whack. Like he did the little like the, the kid. <laughs> That was the, the coolest the part. The noise just triggered you know, all the nostalgia in my head. Yeah, yeah. That was the coolest part of the whole movie that he did. Other than that, that dude was whack. Like, I don't know if this is like beginning, like of all the fighters, but that was depressing. That was, that his part was depressing. I I did like the other fight scene that we talked about before we started recording with uh, Kano, uh, Reptile, uh, Sonya was in it. Like. It was a little bit different. You could tell they set it up like to look like a Mortal Kombat fight where they like face each other and stuff. But yeah. the fact that one reptile looked terrifying as hell, which was also pretty yeah. cool. And then Kano is just like, you know what? I'm about to take over right now. <laughs> <laughs> Dog, when Kano got his powers, that was my lasers. <laughs> Kano wins. You fucking beauty. That was so funny, bro. He was he was honestly. Uh, a very bright point in that movie yeah like he brought up a lot of like the funniness of the 90s Mortal Kombat so I, I I appreciate Kano in that aspect even his fight scenes were cool like he was getting his ass kicked said he could beat up everybody you know whatever shit that was cool Kano was great uh to go back to your reptile point reptile you're right it was fucking scary and I thought reptile was gonna just destroy everybody. I thought at least one person was going to get melted by acid. Yeah. So the big, the biggest difference I think from you know the 1995 version was the upgraded special effects, and that's like the next topic I want to to dive into. What did you think of just not only did they have the fatalities, but they had the technology to make the fatalities actually look somewhat realistic or somewhat possible compared to you know the old one. Do you remember the trailer that came out whenever they're showing Sub-Zero make his sword out of ice? Just off that alone, I knew that this was going to be heat. Just off that. And they like and they they did way more with that for everybody else's powers. Like I know that they're going to make like Jax's arms look cool. Mm-hmm. Like they did that for everybody and I and I appreciate that because um it's very, I don't, I mean, I, I don't know that much about like graphics, like design or anything like that, but it's appreciative whenever you make all of their kind of special abilities look real, even mm-hmm. like the dragon that Luke Kane did looked, 
I know I don't know what the fucking dragon looks like in real life, but it looks <laughs> realistic. <laughs> it looked better than that paper mache shit that they got in the nineties. So I I like the graphics like a lot, bro. And then they made the fatalities look cool. Like I cannot get over Kung Lao's fucking chopping that chopping her. In there, <laughs> I cannot get over it. The special effects scene that sticks out to me is when you know Jax with his human arms engages Sub-Zero and like Sub-Zero just grabs his shotgun and shoots and like the bullet comes out to his eye. When we got there, it tore through our unit in seconds. And then after that's like, oh, you fucked up. Then Sub-Zero just <laughs> freezes the dude's arms off. <laughs> like, I can't imagine, obviously all the money in this movie was put into the special effects. Cause I think this is the one area where this movie stands out above any of the other Mortal Kombat's that came before it. Yeah, like, I'm not going to say it, it erased my memory of all the other ones, <laughs> but as far as, like, graphics and, like, special effects go, yeah, it's definitely erased it, but that's just, that's what happens with technology and, and in the future, but, um, yeah, like you said, most of their money was definitely put in special effects because it wasn't in the writing. <laughs> and we'll, we'll go into that now. I know the writing and storytelling for this movie like there were times where I just burst out laughing because I, one, was not expecting whatever just happened or two, very confused as to why someone said, yeah, let's go in this direction. Yeah, like <laughs> what was your favorite, if you can remember a line? Oh, oh I have it. I already have it. I already know. Good, good. But, Let me hear. <laughs> when uh, they were giving, I don't, I think his name's Leon in the movie young Johnny Cage, they were giving him a backstory of why he's connected to Mortal Kombat. And he's just like, I had no idea about that. I'm just an orphan from the South side of Chicago. And I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> like that's a line people use to make fun of tropes. And they just threw it right into like one of the most intense scenes. <laughs> Bruh, that's like that, that, uh, that shit people from Twitter like to get interaction off them. <laughs> I'm just a kid from Kansas City. like. <laughs> nobody gives a shit like, <laughs> like you like like literally i did not remember that line until you just said it because i promise you i didn't give a shit about what what young johnny cage had to say no dude i had to pause the movie for a second because i was laughing so hard i couldn't focus on whatever what was going on <laughs> just because i'm like why who is writing this movie <laughs> i know that a, a kid from the south side of chicago <laughs> <laughs> it's so but like do you think they went into it trying to be somewhat serious i honestly don't just because one i think they wanted to stay true to the original ones because those were meant to be bad but this one they wanted to expand more on the world or the background of mortal Kombat of this tournament which mm -hmm. newsflash they don't even have a tournament in this movie which you know, kind of skips the entire part of the, the game and everything. But I think that's where they want, they wanted to go with it. And that's where it got wonky. Like, let's tell a story. I'm like, there's not really a story to tell. The story is the tournament. Like, yeah, I, I think, I think where, I don't want to say they dropped the ball because I don't know what they have in store for, for the second one. But I think where they drop the ball um, is mentioning the tournament and then completely ignoring the rules of said tournament like uh we the only well, i'm trying to remember like the way that you 
get into Mortal Kombat, but like, you know, Shang Tsung's people, they're legit breaking all the rules of it, trying to destroy everybody who could be warriors in Mortal Kombat. And it's just, there's one side that's trying to keep the rules, which is Raiden and shit. And he's like, not trying to get involved at all. But then does he get involved <laughs> at the end? Yeah, then he, he's like, oh, I had, like, he, he says something like, oh, thanks for not getting involved or something like that. When Raiden obviously just got involved to save them from dying. I, oh, like, <laughs> and, it, and that, that's what made me mad. Like, why didn't he get in before Kung Lao died? Like, why die. did he why did he wait until important motherfuckers die to be like oh i guess i'll get in the mix <laughs> i don't know bro like, like that that legit bothered me like it you can't you i guess you can but you can't like break your rules at certain points when it really doesn't matter mm-hmm. i don't or know it- man like it's going to be weird how they, they incorporate the tournament. Cause that, what are they going to be like, Hey, sorry for invading your temple and shit. Y'all want to have a fight tournament. <laughs> it's going to be like Dragon Ball Z. Like they're just going to show up one day. Like the tournament's already set in cells, just sitting there. Like that's what it's going to be like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Raiden, Raiden kind of reminds me of Goku on some head ass shit where Goku is out here giving the cells sensu beans. Raiden's like, hey, no, <laughs> it yeah no it's cool you can you can whip up some of my best fighters no no go ahead beat up my son in fact here's a sensu bean to beat up my son with raiden goku got the same head ass mentality definitely and that other part that i was really confused about what was it was it the asanas the akanas whatever they call it whenever your power activates so they wanted they wanted to give this transition from like your punk to like a legit fighter yeah, and it, it the way they activated it and how cheesy it was. It's like, oh, my family's in danger. Now oh, I have yeah. now I have a T-shirt that absorbs power. I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> how did that happen? <laughs> they would have they would have done better if they had said some shit like it's morphin time. Saber <laughs> <laughs> <Super> Tiger, Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's honestly, I I. It didn't connect until just now. Like, you're absolutely right. On some corny ass shit, it was like, you know, the mom having her kids under the bus and she just gets strength. It's the adrenaline. Also, oh, fuck, what is is it? Goro? How the fuck did they kill Goro? Huh? Huh? How does does somebody, I know Bruh got his his, his fucking uh, Sailor Moon powers. You're right, it was Goro. Yeah, okay it's goro okay yeah. i don't know how bro got his sailor moon powers like fighting goro and then all of a sudden he kills goro this nigga's been getting washed <laughs> every single fight and he beats up the strongest fighter. the guy that will literally rip you in half thank you there's statues of him holding two sides of a person <laughs> and he beats him in his first try and he's over here getting waxed by dudes for $200? I love the fact that his power was like, oh, I get beat up a lot. So that makes me stronger. Like, they really played into the fact that he gets beat up all the time. Like, that shit ain't real. Like, the Minnesota Timberwolves <laughs> ain't out here, like, fucking getting championships. They get their ass all the fucking time. And they're not getting no champion. Whatever. I'm just, I'm just frustrated with how, like you said, how they got their, their little MK powers. Yeah dog 
don't get me wrong i really like this movie but it, it has a lot of flaws i think that's the way if you go into this movie like expecting like a great movie all around you're going to be severely disappointed but if you go into it saying i want sick ass action scenes i want really cool special effects and i'm gonna overlook really bad writing it's enjoyable and yeah. now sienna's going crazy for some reason Sienna on the mic <laughs> sienna i need you to chime in right now what do you think about Shang Tsung? There are some little nuggets though that I really enjoyed that had nothing to do with the story and I really want to know why they threw them in. You know when Sub-Zero first found the main character and his family at that restaurant or that fast food joint and he starts like freezing stuff and throws it? Yeah. And there's a dude outside the burger joint like sipping a soda and then all of a sudden a big boulder of ice just smashes his head in and he dies. I'm like, why did they have to do it to that guy? <laughs> but, okay. Did, does the dude not have like, I don't know, critical thinking to maybe get the fuck out of there? <laughs> yeah, he's just chilling there with his drink. <laughs> he's just like, uh, it's not, this ain't nothing to do with me, smash! <laughs> they did have cool things like, added, like all the characters were cool. Like nostalgia 100%, like when Cabal came out with the super fast oh, and his little, yeah. his little like weird curved swords. I'm like, all right, this is cool. This is a lot of fun. But like you said, a lot of flaws, but this was meant to be a nostalgia trip and it was in my eyes yeah. like okay who do you think was the death that shouldn't have happened like did you oh come out i won't even let you finish that sentence <laughs> no you tell me who do you think shouldn't have died not like due to the story or anything but just someone like you like that shouldn't have died can i say that dude with the soda <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, bro. He, You're right. He has to die. He has it. If he's not gonna think that just snow happening in the fucking summer of LA is a problem, that is his fault. That's his fault. If he doesn't get the fuck out of there, it's I Marina. Think, I, th I think either Goro or Kung Lao. Like one of those two had to survive because. Kung Lao, most badass character, probably everyone's favorite character to play with. You know, why would you kill him yeah. off just for no reason? Two, Goro, like you said, the strongest motherfucker that exists in this entire universe. Yes. And they just, he gets punched one time from a guy wearing like a really tight Under Armour shirt and it's over. They could have honestly, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> they could have honestly not shown Goro at all in the movie and I would have been fine. If like, if even they had set like a statue, like that's somebody we have to fight in the tournament or something like to give us something to look forward to in the sequel. But they just decided just to murk him. I, I don't, I don't get Melina shouldn't have died. Melina should not. Why die. are you stuck on this? <laughs> Cause she fine. Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> but like, she was kicking ass too. I, I liked her in the movie, but um, but no, Goro, yeah, exactly, Goro. Like, don't don't kill off the boss of the very first Mortal Kombat. Was it the first or is it the second one? It's definitely no. one of the early ones for sure. Yeah, for the the uh, not the movie, but the actual game. Yeah, uh, he was the boss in the first game. Why would you kill off the boss to fucking Johnny Cage who hasn't <laughs> won? He's a not even Johnny game. Cage yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> even he can't even throw a green booger or whatever that dude be oh throwing. <laughs> uh, like but I was hoping that they would do the splits though. The split. Yeah. Punch, just, that would be 
<laughs> if we don't get if we don't get that in the second movie, I, that's it. Like zero out of zero. <laughs> like you're done with it. Like I know I'm not going to finish the movie. Like if he doesn't like nutsack punch somebody within the first five minutes of him being introduced, I don't want it. <laughs> nutsack punch is such, a, <laughs> is such a Duke Nukem ass move. <laughs> nutsack punch. But, you know, even with all these things that we're, like, shitting on the movie, I'm still excited to see the second one, especially if it comes to, like, HBO Max and I don't have to go to the movie theater. Like, that was such a brilliant move on their part to help, you know, yeah. get more people to watch it. I do I do think that, like, we're, we're coming up on people not... Like, people are still going to want to go to the movie theater for certain movies, but, like, I, I got to watch King Kong at home, like... And I got to watch in, in like Mortal Kombat at home. Like I would have loved to see King Kong in theaters just because I know it would have sounded awesome. But I'm not, you know, upset that I didn't. And I like that. Like things are changing. Like we're getting home theaters. Obviously, people don't have to be on them sticky ass movie theater floors. But oh, probably <laughs> sticky for some other reason. Oh, soda. Uh, of course. <laughs> But I'm not really missing out on the movie theater, bro. I'm, are you? Like, do you think, are you missing out on, like, the movie theater experience in anything? No, because I went to the movie theater a couple weeks ago to watch uh, Demon Slayer, and mm. I don't think it added anything to it. I actually walked into the wrong theater. I w- went into the English dub one, and <laughs> as soon as they started speaking English, I walked out, and I was like, I need a ticket <laughs> for the Japanese sub, please. <laughs> what is this? I <laughs> And them get me out of here <laughs> so yeah i'm like i could have watched that at home and it would have been just as good with a lot more snacks yeah oh yeah and you didn't have to pay like 30 bucks for a bag of popcorn and a soda exactly but before yeah. before we wrap this up since this is a video game podcast who was your go-to character whenever you maybe fought your dad on mortal Kombat? because i know he loves to talk shit or fought somebody on, on mortal Kombat. who was the person you were like i need this person to win I started with Kung Lao in the first one, uh, or excuse me, Luke Kang in the first one, because Luke, everybody wanted to hear him, you know, do the, (laughs) (laughs) and the kicks across, right? Everybody wanted to do that. But then like later on, I started to really fuck with Scorpion because Scorpion would do like the, he would teleport from behind him to come hit him from the other side or like even get over here. Like he had so much like in his arsenal, he was fire. I always loved, you? I always loved using, what the fuck is his name? Cyrax, just for no fucking reason. Like I had, like the dude, he was the yellow robot. Like I know there was like oh. three robots in the original ones. I just like the way they looked, So I used them. And then after a while, I'm like, this guy fucking sucks. Why am I using him? So then I, I moved, <laughs> I moved over to Cabal because I love the speed aspect of it. Yeah. I'm like, anybody that runs fast is usually my favorite character. You know who is trash? Like, I think that was put in as a joke. Was Noob? Oh, yeah, definitely. I think Noob was put in as a joke. Because, like, I, I don't remember the origins. I'm going to come back to you, but I, I swear it was put in as a joke. Like, fucking Noob? That's his the, name? The worst part, though, is if you were playing somebody and they chose Noob, you knew it was fucking over because nobody used that character unless they were really yeah. good with them. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like going against Jigglypuff in the first Smash Bros. No, <laughs> so that dude is good with them yeah well i'll just say we we got our nostalgia trip 
You, I got to see your live tweet reaction. It was as <laughs> great as people might think. <laughs> All right. I, I know. I got to stop live tweeting things. <laughs> I know, dude. I love it because you just started live tweeting Invincible. And your last one was just like, hey, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I said, I got to see what this is about. Hey, yo, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I finished it. Uh, I'm going to have to get back to you. I'm, I'm almost done. I'm going to watch some of it this weekend. I'll get back to you. But Steven, that's all, all we had for today. I know you got, you're building your PC. We're almost there. Plug your stuff and let us know when we can see you again on Twitch, because I know a lot of us are waiting. It's been a while, y'all. I appreciate the, the, the patience. Um, your boy, Santana Steven, like Carlos Santana and Steven with the PH. Santana Steven at twitch.tv. Where's the other way around? Twitch.tv backslash Santana Steven. That's where you can find me. I stream Sundays, Tuesdays, and Fridays. Uh, horror games. I'll probably switch it up now that your boy's got a PC. I'll switch nice. it up to different shit. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Um, but yeah, your boy will probably start streaming within the next couple of weeks as soon as I get a monitor. Um, and we'll be good after that. Then your boy's back at it. So go ahead and plug yourself, Gustavo. And then going from here, we're going to see how it goes. I'm going to start introducing new, like, visual elements and stuff like that so if you listen to the podcast check it out on youtube it's gonna be a little bit different but until then be sure to like and subscribe everything gusiach on twitter gusiach on twitch and be sure to give us a five-star review on apple podcast we'll read it regardless of how stupid it is if you just come on in here talking shit on me and steven i'll just read it as soon as the show starts but make sure make sure to we talk don't shit care on this live tweet. Five stars. <laughs> you can talk shit about it just make sure to shit five stars well, again, thanks everybody for listening this far into the podcast. It's been Gaming with Gusianch, GG, and thanks again, Stephen. Brown. <laughs> <laughs>